my fellow podcasters. This is the Havla Cunnington podcast, and I'm Havla Cunnington. I'm excited that you're joining me today. You may have seen me on Bethel TV or at A Jesus Culture, but I'm the director of Moral Revolution, as well as you may have caught one of my four online Bible studies, Radical Growth, I Do Hard Things, The Good Stuff, or my latest one, Eat, Pray, Hustle, that's coming out this January. I love talking to you. I love your feedback, and I read each and every one of your comments. And I gotta be honest, in this mom's world, I have four kids, and I'm very busy between the washer and the dryer, and the sink and the dishwasher, and the car and the boardroom, and the lunch, come on, and the garbage can, and that's what my life looks like on most days. I love reading your comments. I love the feedback you give me. And um, I just really love what you guys, um, just what you say to me. I, I, I really do love getting, um, the, I love that you guys get the message that I'm trying to bring you each and every day. And you know, some days um, it, may, it may speak to you and some days you may say, that was great, Havla, that wasn't my message. But I love that you're not giving up on me and you just continue to just let me speak into your life. We're all on this journey. And that's what this podcast is about. You know, in my own life, um, there were very few people that I had to really talk to and, and lean into when it came to following my journey in Christ. It was uh, very much a trying to do it on my own and trying to figure it out. And then I began to really read books of men and women that had gone before me. And I had began to listen to podcasts and teaching series and began to travel. We used to travel. I don't know if you guys remember this. We used to actually drive to conferences because we didn't have the internet. And so we would drive to places to simply hear our favorite communicators and preachers and pastors so I could get fed to hear their journey. And I'm so, I'm so honored that those men and women went before us and gave us um, such rich history um, in God. Uh, but, you know, I'm just, I, I just love this. And I, I hope that wherever you are, whether you're in a cubicle or on a carpool, putting on your makeup, or maybe you are sitting at a job site, I hope that I can encourage you in your journey that it's all about the next step. It's taking the next step. You're never going to jump from A to Z, you're gonna have to go from A to B in your journey with Christ, and that is okay. That's how everyone did it, and you're not missing a thing just because you gotta walk it out. That is normal. Today, I wanna talk about fast-tracking forgiveness. I wanna talk about fast-tracking your journey to forgiveness, and, um, you know, I try to keep these podcasts really short because if you're like me, I only have a few minutes in my day to listen to anything. And um, one of the things I was thinking about in this holiday season and something that's really helped me in my own life when it comes to the holidays and being with family and friends and just the hustle and bustle, I find that one of the greatest hindrances to my own heart and journey oftentimes comes when my heart isn't doing well. Is anybody out there like that where it feels like there's this ideal part of me of what the holidays are going to be like and with my kids and, you know, maybe there are times when we didn't have a lot and there are times when we've had a lot and there are times when 
I'm a new mom and I'm kind of stumbling onto Christmas morning and there are times when I'm, you know, have it all planned out. And But there's this kind of part of me that gets excited about it. And then when we all get in the same room or I end up seeing a lot of people in the season or I'm trying to figure life out and it's the close of the year and I'm starting a new year, I feel like a lot of things in my heart kind of come to the surface and old thoughts, old patterns, things that I'm maybe discouraged about in a relationship or something I wish had worked out didn't work out or maybe I'm going to see somebody that I kind of have avoided all year and now I'm going to see them this year, you know? And it comes out in my heart and I realize that I have to revisit my steps to forgiveness, my my way out, you know, my fast track to forgiveness and I want to help you. I want to kind of give you some thoughts on what have helped me and what continues to help me with forgiveness because if you're like me, forgiveness is a journey. It's something I have to work on, it's something I have to think about and um I usually have this kind of fairness button in me, and if it doesn't seem fair, it's harder for me to forgive. Can I get an amen wherever you are? Maybe you're running and you just waved your hand at a perfect stranger. (laughs) And I love that because that's kind of what it's like for us. But the truth is, is that forgiveness is something we have to work on. And the reason we want to work on forgiveness is because it's good for us. You know, so much of our world talks about eating well and it talks about, you know, having healthy things around us. But one of the greatest things we can do for our own hearts, one of the greatest things that we can do to live out the gospel, to live out being a Jesus follower, to live out being a good mom or a good dad, being a good leader, is actually forgiving, being a good forgiver, if you will. Part of that is that it's just good for us. So I want to give you some steps. Here's what I want to say. The first thing is, is that forgiveness has to be practiced. And the way we know if we need to forgive is usually when we think about something or someone, a situation, the first thought that comes to us is that we want to avoid it. We either did something or they did something and we want to run. We either don't want to be around them, we don't want to talk about it, or we are angry. It causes us to feel anger about the situation. That's the first step to knowing that something isn't right within us. And we got to look at it. You know, one thing we practice with our boys, and I'm going to give you the steps ourselves, is if, if you have done something wrong or you are carrying offense towards someone, I want you to ask yourself this question. Does the other person know? Are they aware of the offense? Are they aware that you're holding offense? If they are not aware of the offense, if they're not aware of the mm, part of your heart that is offended, then I would recommend that you not go to them. I know that that might sound like, what? The reason is, is oftentimes what doesn't, what they don't know doesn't hurt them And if you actually go to them, and I've had this happen to me, and I've been guilty of doing it early on in my own life, when you go to someone and say, hey, would you please forgive me for being offended at you, but they had no idea, you have now started something that they didn't know anything about. And it's still about you. Can I just be honest? It's still about you. It's still about your moment. 
So part of being humble is actually saying, you know, I've got to deal with my own heart. It is about me and my own process. And if they don't know about this, and if my actions haven't hurt them, then I need to go to God and actually maybe confess this to someone that can help me, but I don't need to bring them into this process. Now, if they do know about it and it was something deliberate or something that they are very much aware, then you need to go to them. James chapter 5, verse 16 talks about this and it says, Therefore, confess your sins one to another, pray to one another, pray for one another, that you may be healed. Uh, you know, there's something about going and confessing. It cleanses us. It is so hard to do. I get it. I get that confessing your sins is super hard. It's it's humbling. It's Sometimes it can feel humiliating to go and say, I don't want to give them the leverage to know that I was wrong. I, I'm afraid that if I ask forgiveness, then they're going to use this against me. Listen, this says everything about you. Who do you want to be? And part of you being humble, part of you humbling yourself is part of you changing and being a different type of person and cleaning your heart out. So even with our boys, oftentimes we will have them go to their brother or we will go to them. If I've done something wrong as a mom and I will say Judah or Hudson or Beckham or Grace and one of our boys or even Ben, my husband, I'll say, will you forgive me for, and it could be for having a short temper. Will you forgive me for saying that to you? Will you forgive me for, for ignoring you? Will you forgive me for, you know, not giving you or not saving you a piece of whatever? And I have to be, now it doesn't help if I jump and completely jump right in and say, will you forgive me, but, and give them a reason why I did it. That is not going to help the person. It doesn't matter why you did it. You need, you're asking forgiveness for what you did. So I would ask that part of humility is you not giving a reason why, unless they ask why. Part of you being humble is saying, will you forgive me and letting it sit there? I know, ouch, this is going to grow you up. This is going to cause you to be the man or woman you want to be. And it's important. Will you forgive me for hurting you? I love you. And what I would say is then give them a reason why you're coming to them because you're the most important person to me and me hurting you is a big deal to me or because you're my brother and you're important to me. It can be as simple as that, but giving them a reason. Listen, me knowing that I hurt you, uh, it doesn't feel right and I can't, I don't want to live like that. Well, you forgive me. Now, they may give you a cold shoulder. They may want to spend an hour telling you what happened, but your ability to let them process, let them share their heart is part of the forgiveness process and you're going to have to kind of take it. I know, oh, I hate that part of it, and that's true, but that's part of humility. And then what I would say is there's got to be a moment, and this is your fast track to forgiveness. Remember, you've got to ask, and you got to tell them what you did. But the second part is you got to ask them, in looking them straight in the eye, will you forgive me and release me from this? Now, I know that's hard, and oftentimes they'll want to avoid that because, well, they're hurt. They don't like it. They don't like the fact that you did it. But you at least have to ask them, will you forgive me? Will you release me from this? I've, I've not gone, honestly, through my whole life. And when I've asked this, when the person says, yes, I forgive and release you, 
I've rarely seen it not really work. It really works. Their decision to forgive and release you changes the story. It changes the moment and healing happens because the word doesn't lie. It just works. Forgiveness happens. And then what I would suggest, if you're very clear on this, the third step is to say something like, the next time I will. And really make a decision. What is the next time? What's the next thing you're going to do the next time it happens? The next time I'm going to text you and let you know. The next time I'll be sure and speak gently. The next time I will come to you sooner. And really make a decision of who you're going to be in that moment. So again, how they choose to respond says everything about them and how you are choosing to respond says everything about you. When you walk away from that moment, having confessed, having asked forgiveness and having told them how you're going to change, you can walk away with a clean heart. Don't let the enemy hold shame against you. Don't let him hold condemnation against you. You did what the Bible said. You did exactly what you needed to do and then walk away. And every time the enemy or you know part of yourself comes back and says, well, you did and you should, you can say, no, I did it right. I fast-tracked forgiveness. I did the thing that I needed to do biblically and ethically and morally and, and relationally. I did what I needed to do and you did what was right and you can be released from that. And at that moment, you can really give yourself, you can forgive yourself. You can forgive yourself for doing what was wrong and move on. So that's, I guess, my thought for today on our podcast. Wherever you are, fast track to forgiveness. Ask yourself, are there things that I've done that I can make right today? Go back, ask your spouse, ask your kids, ask your best friend, ask someone in your life that you know it's just been hanging over your head. Make it right, clear the air, get it clean so you can move on to the next year and have a great year. This is part of leadership, fast tracking forgiveness. Thank you for listening today. I'm always honored that you tune in. I'm always honored that I get to speak into your life just a little bit. If you like more, if you'd like more of this, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. It's the only way you're going to know when we have new podcasts and we have new things coming. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us some stars or write a comment. Then other people can find out about this. Also, um, don't forget to like our Facebook or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope. And hey, guys, don't forget to sign up for our new study, Eat, Pray, Hustle. It's coming up and January 1st. We're all going to go on a 20-day journey to chasing our dreams. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time.